This is Lori LeShan coming to you from the Cabin drive through in Stevenson, Washington, bringing you coffee and chi. If you stumbled across this podcast, then you're probably someone that is looking to live a high vibe lifestyle, just like me. You're in the right place. My passion is helping people create simple yet powerful daily routines that support high vibration living. For over six years, I have been educating others about the amazing power of true therapeutic plant medicine. And this education has also sent me on this wonderful journey, exploring so many various kinds of natural health alternative options. And I want to share this with you. So today, let's dive in. Ariana Harley has been working with essential oils for over eight years. As a wellness advocate, teacher, leader, coach, and healer, she specializes in providing daily steps to promote energetic harmony, bringing the body, mind, and spirit back into its natural state of balance and joy. She was born and raised in Portland, Oregon. Her education includes three years of studying transpersonal psychology at Clearmine International. I can institute coaching program, She has a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the Pacific Northwest College of Art and is currently enrolled in the Master Healers Program with Tiffany Carroll. If you ever get the chance to see Ariana speak live, she has such a peaceful presence. I found so much value in attending Ariana's classes and workshops. I've incorporated much of what she'll share today into my own daily routine. You'll want some paper and a pen or know that you might want to listen to this multiple times um, to get all the wisdom that's shared today. Seek to find just one thing to start with today. As Ariana shares, just starting with one thing can have a tremendous impact on your life and also the lives of others. Great gems for daily living. So let's dive right into the interview. Well, hello, Ariana. Harley, how are you? I'm doing good. So happy to be with you today, Lori. I'm so happy you're here. You have so much experience and I'm so excited for you to get to share. So before we get started, I would like to ask you, what is in your coffee cup? Mm. Well, my favorite drink is, I drink coffee as a treat, but on a daily basis, I love tea. I'm a big tea fan. And so what I've been drinking lately is matcha tea and I make it with um, a tea or a teaspoon of matcha powder and then I mix in collagen and MCT coconut oil and I mix that with water and then I put in some oat milk on top I froth that up and I love to add cardamom or wild orange essential oil just one drop Um, and that's, it feels like such good brain food. It gives me some energy in the morning and that collagen actually gives me a little energy and then you've got the nice, beautiful fat that's going to help your brain function with your memory too. That sounds like a wonderful start to the day. Wow. It's really yummy too. Yeah. (laughs) So we are going to dive in to some information on personal care. You are such an expert on the emotional support with uh, natural emotional support and personal care. And so I'm just curious, what, at what point did this become important to you in your life? Got it. It was something that um, I have been curious about and interested 
I would say since I was a teenager, but the critical point that I would say is in 2011. And the reason why is that I was working in um, advertising and production. And in that world, um, things like not sleeping, being frantically busy, um, not work or um, not eating, you know, going and, and just living off of coffee. Those were all really, really celebrated. And so I would do things like I wouldn't drink enough water every day because I was so busy working, I wouldn't have to stop to go to the bathroom. And I did that for eight years and, and worked with a lot of stress. And so in 2011, in my 30s, I found that I was really struggling with, um, I was in chronic pain, had a lot of inflammation, I was suffering from anxiety and depression. And so it was this breaking point where I realized I just really wasn't happy. And that the way that I was living my life, I was just um, literally and emotion, like physically and emotionally in pain every day. And so I started to really look at my lifestyle and ask myself questions. What could I do to feel better? What could I do to change um, the trajectory of where my life was going. The doctors were saying, you know, I already had arthritis in my spine and I was in my 30s. So if I kept living like that, it, it wasn't going to get better, right? Yeah. And so that's when I started to say, hey, you know, I don't want to be on pharmaceutical medication and be in chronic pain for the rest of my life. What else can I do? What, what other options are there for me? I think it's interesting you bring up just the awareness. Like, I think a lot of times we get so busy in our day-to-day -day routine that we don't stop and just become aware of how we're feeling. Mm -hmm. And develop that awareness, then we can take it somewhere else. Right. And we also really adjust to social norms, right? So I lived in a workplace that was... It was like being on call. It was really frantic. We had to work for these advertisements and we would only have, you know, three days and the budgets were very, very high of, of what was being spent. So, you know, the social norm in that environment was really that you boasted about how um, strong you were by not taking care of yourself. And so that just became my normal. And so it's, I think, really important sometimes when we're in an environment like that to just stop and reflect, like, is this normal? Is this healthy? Is there another way? And I think you're right. That awareness is the first step. And many people dismiss that awareness, um, but we can't change anything unless we become aware of it, right? So the shift in our perspective is so golden and so important and i really when i work with clients i really encourage them to celebrate that because what will happen is sometimes you become aware like i became aware like oh you know i need to look at my eating habits i look i need to look at my caffeine consumption i need to look at stress management tools and you can have a tendency to get a little overwhelmed and go oh shoot now i've got to maybe make some changes right so um, you know, I think even if you don't have the answers, at least if you're asking the questions, that's a beautiful place to launch from. Oh, absolutely. Gosh. And so as you decided to make different choices, what are some of the tools or modalities that you have practiced or found effective? 
it's your thing. Yeah, so if it's helpful, um, what I'd love to do is share what I do in a day. Um, and so one thing that I found is that sometimes it's, or very often it's usually simple things that can make enormous change. It's like we get somewhere by taking a lot of small steps, not one giant leap. And so it's really easy to dismiss those small steps because sometimes we do a small step, like say we drink enough water in our day, that might not be enough to just change us feeling stressed out. But staying properly hydrated is definitely going to help. And so what I did was I started to notice that all of the small steps add up and they make a profound change in our life if we do them daily. And so the first thing that I noticed um, that was a game changer for me was to take vitamins every day. And it's really important to find vitamins that are bioavailable, that we can digest and assimilate. So I take some really high quality vitamins every day. And just that step alone um, enabled me to get off of um, pharmaceutical pain medication and ibuprofen and have la less inflammation. Um, it also helped my mood. And so what I realized is I was just not getting proper nutrition and it gotten pretty depleted. And just doing that then allowed me to have more energy and more space to make other steps, right? Because if we're not in chronic pain and we feel better, then we have more energy. Um, so that was the first thing that I did that made a significant difference. Um, also getting enough sleep. So these are things that I'm sure all of you have heard. It's not about the intellectual intelligence. We know them, right? But I compare these things that I'm talking about today, like playing basketball. Like we could read books about basketball. We could be in the sidelines rooting for our favorite players, but we won't really know what playing basketball is unless we're on the court actually doing it, right? That's a different thing. Or it's like exercising daily. So it's, I just want to emphasize it's so important to actually do these things and instead of just nodding your head like, oh yeah, I know that, I've heard that, right? And I caught myself, I had to be really honest with myself. I was, I was like, oh, I know about all of these things. But my sister one day asked, you know, I use essential oils, which I'll elaborate on. And my sister asked, well, how often are you using them, right? And when she asked me, I realized, oh, I used them like two days ago, right? So I just wanted to emphasize that just knowing something isn't doing it. Right. So coming back to my day, so I started off with taking vitamins. And once I got in the habit of doing that, um, I really focused on getting proper sleep. And so um, there are studies done on sleep, and it's incredibly profound. Um, just losing one night's sleep can create the equivalency of being drunk in our chemistry, right? Um, when we lose, when we haven't slept and we're not well rested, we're 60% more reactive to everyone in our environment. So we don't handle stress as well. Um, our mental cognition doesn't work as well, right? And so I focused on going to bed earlier. Um, some other steps that I did was I learned how to say no. And so in this really fast paced environment we're living in where 
Um, it's easy to overcommit. It's easy to get overwhelmed. Everyone prides themselves on how busy they are, right? I have learned to actually um, say no to a lot of things so that I can say yes and fully show up to what I say yes to. So part of that is I rarely go out late at night. I, I'm in bed pretty early, you know, I'm, I'm starting to wind down and relax around six or seven o'clock at night. Um, so that's a huge thing. I committed to drinking more water. And so I add um, uh, really pure therapeutic grade essential oils to my water. So I um, add my favorites are pink peppercorn and green mandarin currently. Um, and I love it just flavors the water a little bit and then I carry a water bottle around with me right put it by my bed just give myself a constant reminder to stay hydrated um, so those are things that I do you know throughout the day um, and then another thing that I do is I use essential oils I love teaching about them because of their therapeutic benefits to our brain chemistry and they really when we smell them they hit our olfactory bulb and they go right into our limbic brain so it's a really simple way to just smell them and help calm our bodies down um, so I have a practice when I wake up and I um, put some essential oils on my feet and I smell them and I think of three things that I'm grateful for and so it's a really simple way to start your day. And what's so great about that is like I mentioned, so you're taking those essential oils, you're smelling them, you're helping your neurochemistry, you're helping your emotions. And then you're also doing a gratitude practice. And there's studies about gratitude and how it also changes, um, it changes our brain, right? It makes us happier. And so what a great like starting point of your day is to just do that. It's like setting your day, right? Um, and that takes less than a minute. So if you're a really busy, busy person, um, it's a really simple practice. So I know I've just listed a lot of things, um, but I want to say when I first started, one thing that I was struggling with is I thought of self-care as adding more to my plate. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm working so hard. At the time I was a single mom, um, I had a lot of responsibilities. I was working 10 to 15 hour days. I'm sure many listeners can relate. And so when you talk to me about doing more, <laughs> just hearing that made me go, oh no, you know, I can't do anymore. I'm exhausted, right? And so I really wanted to speak of that because when I'm saying these things, you know, it might sound like a long list, but they're pretty simple things and they, they're, they're quick. It's like drinking a glass of water or, you know, taking your vitamins. It doesn't take that long to do it. And so that was where those small baby steps really came in was that I realized that it was just something like thinking of three things I was grateful for and smelling an essential oil would then help me to do the next step, right? Because I started my day off calmer, and happier so then I was more likely to go get up and drink my water as my next step and then have my um, you know my matcha drink and then have a little breakfast and then take my vitamins and so just doing those things already is helping my body to have less stress and be in a more 
um, deeper state of homeostasis or well-being in my life. And do you have an evening routine as well? Yes. So I felt like I was um, telling you so much just for my morning. Um, but yes, so that look, that's what my morning looks like. And then throughout the day, um, I do a practice where it's just in a mindfulness awareness practice. And so what I'll notice is I'll notice that if I'm in my car driving or if I'm running late or if I have a lot on my plate that day, which I often do, one thing that I want to mention that I do throughout the day is I just breathe. So a lot of times, again, I'll use an essential oil and smell it. Or if I don't have one, um, I just take some long, deep breaths into my belly. So when we breathe into our lower lungs, that helps calm the body down and relax the body. So I'll just do little check-ins. I'll just put my hand on my belly or my heart and I'll just kind of check in like, oh, am I feeling frantic right now? Am I multitasking and trying to do five things at once? You know, and it's just kind of a grounding practice. So I do that, I take a deep breath, breathe into my belly, and I also do this thing where I put my feet on the, on the floor and I imagine roots on the bottoms of my feet. And I just imagine them, imagining them uh, grounding into the earth. And I picture them. And then I take a deep inhale in. And on the exhale, I just let go of any stressors or anything that, um, that I feel like I can't digest in some way or another. And I think of feeding Mama Earth that for lunch, right? Like the Earth just loves that energy; it just munches it up for lunch. And um, and that practice right there—it was taught to me by my friend Tiffany Carroll, and I just really love that. I love thinking of Mama Earth munching stuff up for lunch, right? So that just helps me have a visual, puts a smile on my face. So that's a practice I take through my day. And then to answer your question, Lori, my evening routine is pretty simple in the evening i personally um this i personally get pretty worn out and this is the time when i don't have a lot of energy left um and so i make sure that i eat a really good meal and then i use i turn on a diffuser by my bed so i'm smelling essential oils before i go to sleep like i mentioned I try to get to bed early or start decompressing. I'm not always the best at it, but I do try to reduce my screen time. So, um, you know, I love watching movies and it's easy to look at my phone, but I've been practicing trying to read a book or do something that isn't a screen related activity a half an hour before I go to sleep. And, um, and I just spend the night unwinding. And another little trick that I've learned is that, and this might vary for, um, it might vary depending on the individual. When I was young, I used to get a lot of energy at night. That was my productive time. And as I've gotten older and have a child, that's changed. I'm on a different schedule. But what I really noticed at night too um, is that that was when, when I'm really tired is when I would notice my anxiety kicking in. And so that is a time that I'm really good about, I pledge to myself, it's not my problem um, solving time. It's not my making list to do time. It's not my worry time. And so when my brain starts to do that, I just simply tell myself, um, 
guess what? You get to think about this tomorrow morning. <laughs> you know, you can, you can worry about or troubleshoot or make that list when you wake up and you're refreshed. And it might sound funny, but, you know, I really found that talking to myself, um, like I would remind my daughter helps, right? Like I have to sometimes remind my brain and kind of steer it back into the right direction. So in the East and in India and in yogic practices, they have something called the monkey mind. And the monkey mind is something where the monkey mind, it always, your mind always wants to be busy. It always wants to be thinking, it loves to problem solve. And so um, instead of, you know, worrying about my taxes or something like that, for instance, when I'm going to bed, which isn't really that productive at that time for me, I'll give my brain something else to do, which is, okay, how would if we figure out how to relax my body and calm down right now, right? Focus on my breathing, focus on, again, gratitude. What did I accomplish today? What do I feel good about? Um, and that can really help negate that negative voice inside of us all that can have a tendency to put us down or make us feel defeated. And I, I was really observing that that happens to me um, the most often when I'm really tired. Yeah, oh, I can totally relate. I have done a lot of, as a mother, you know, when mm -hmm. you a busy day and you're laying in bed and that's where the brain just goes and goes. And I love what you're saying about giving yourself permission to do it another time, committing to doing it another time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that's just, I love it. Yeah. And it, I mean, it really helped. And another thing I should mention is I love water. I love hydrotherapy. So I have a clawfoot bathtub in my house. And so I take a bath every night and my bath ritual is I take Epsom salts, which are really great for the muscles and it gets cold. I'm in Portland, Oregon, so it gets cold and rainy here in the winter. So it's a great way to warm the body up. And then I add um, essential oils to my bath. And some of my favorite ones are cedarwood and lavender, um, different oils that are just really helpful to relax. So I pour those oils into the salts and I put that right into my bath. And then I sometimes will read in the bathtub or I'll just relax and that helps my body calm down. And one thing that I noticed, and it's just a, it's just a little change of a habit, right? So as I mentioned, you know, a lot of the self-care for me started in 2011 when I started learning and, and making different um, choices in my life. And one of the things I observed at that time is I was taking baths and the idea was to help relax after a busy day. But what I was doing is um, I was in the bathtub thinking about all of the things I needed to do. So I got in this habit of taking a bath and then in my brain making a checklist of all the things I needed to get done. And this is where when we started our conversation, we were talking about just the awareness, right? The observation of ourselves. So the first step was I had to realize I was doing that. And the reason why I mentioned this is that when I realized I was doing that, what I realized was it wasn't helping me relax. <laughs> like, like it was not a relaxing feeling to make a huge list of all the stuff you have to do. And, um, you know, and I was doing it because I was thinking it was productive. 
but what it was really doing was stressing me out and it was counterproductive to taking a relaxing bath. Mm -hmm. And so because I was doing that, I thought, what if I just change that little habit and I instead make a list of all the things I've accomplished today. And, um, and I speak of this story often because it really changed me just that simple thing. It was a little skew into something I already did. It was already a habit. And when I started doing that, I actually felt more relaxed. I felt proud of myself and I had more energy and more momentum to get more done in the next following day. I, what you were mentioning also about during your day and those just moments of breathing or moments of imagining grounding into the earth, those are things that you can be doing while you're at the light, driving your car at the four-way stop, or you know, you're in line at the store. You can be doing mm -hmm. all these things. And I, I really believe what you're saying is and it changes our mind because there is so much negative talk that we right. do naturally and it's changing it to the positive talk. Mm -hmm. Well, they've studied it. It's been proven scientifically too. So our brain is wired not to be happy. Our brain is wired to keep us alive and to survive. So our brain is really, really zoned into anything that's a threat. And that's good for us, right? Because we want to stay alive. So thank you, brain. But what's really great is our our brain is also um, adaptable, and so we can teach it, right? And so if you want to be um, more consistently happy on a daily basis, it really is true that you have to choose the happiness. And, um, and it is in simple things, like, like we were just saying. So you can take that breath anywhere, right? You can do it at a stoplight. You can do it when you're waiting to pick your child up for, from school. Um, another thing that I practice daily is to smile at people, to make eye contact, to be kind. Um, it's so simple, but I was actually reading studies and sometimes I, I chuckle at what we study because it seems so obvious to me sometimes, but there's studies about just happiness and happiness by talking to strangers, happiness by smiling at someone um, in the grocery line, right? Or doing small things like driving and letting someone get into your lane and, and a little wave, right? And all of these little um, small steps, I mean, they seem small, but they actually do make us happier because they invite a break into our routine. You know, you smile at someone and say hello and start a conversation. And sometimes you then have this really beautiful connection you didn't expect in your day. So, um, so that acts of kindness to other people can really be a game changer too for just bringing in more happiness and more connection. Imagine if everyone did that every day. Mm -hmm. Change the world. Yeah, it really does. And you know, I was just watching um, a program about the brain, and and many people know this, but some don't that that in many countries they really identified loneliness as an illness like loneliness is physically hurting us um because we are wired to be connected to one another as humans that's just 
how we are designed. And, you know, with the increase of technology and deliveries, you know, we can really create a life where we don't interact with other people. And, um, and it can cause a great loneliness of the spirit. And so you just never know. You never know that just by saying hello or being kind, you just never quite know what that person's life's like or you know maybe it's an elderly person who doesn't get to see that many people in their day so it's it's a really beautiful exchange um and it really does add impact just like when someone cuts you off in traffic and is rude to you you know the impact of that right like that can really that happens first thing in the morning if you let it that can really make you have not a great day right and so it's the opposite is true as well, right? Oh, yeah. So do you have any suggestions? So, I mean, you've shared so many great tips that I think anyone could implement into their day very easily, but um, tips on helping caregivers and parents deal with um, just having a better day for their own self-care. That's a great question. Um, my number one thing um, is to celebrate yourself. And it might sound really silly, but, um, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's worked and I, I practice it daily. Um, see yourself and celebrate yourself for every baby step that you make, just like you would for your child if you have children. It's really, really important. It's really easy to get overwhelmed. And it's just psychology, you know? We work well with affirmation. We work well in our strengths. We work well when we're seen and we're appreciated. And we can really offer that to ourselves. And so any way that you can just say, hey, good job for eating breakfast or taking your vitamins or making it to the gym today or whatever you're trying to work on in your life, right? I would also say, um, you know, make, if you're trying to change, I think one of the hardest things is just trying to change our habits. And so don't make, make it so out of reach. Like I don't exercise at all. And now I'm going to commit to going to the gym at 5am when I'm not a morning person, seven days a week, right? Because then we set ourselves up for failure. So instead, you know, it's like, could I commit to, if you're not getting any exercise, to go in for a 15 minute walk once a week even, right? And then you can build on that. I mean, it can be whatever goal you want, but all I'm saying is make it something doable. Make it something that you can accomplish because when you get, when you accomplish it um, and you acknowledge your accomplishment, then you have energy to keep trying and take the next step. And sometimes even do more. Right, yeah. yeah. And so I think a huge thing, we talk a lot about toxicity in our environment, but um, I think one of the biggest amounts of toxicity that exists is unfortunately it's in our own brain. It's our inner dialogue. And it's how often we put ourselves down or we criticize ourselves or we believe these stories that maybe we heard from our parents or our community at some point that says that we're really not good enough. And so, you know, I think a game changer is starting to observe that and creating a different dialogue. And it does take practice and work. It doesn't change overnight, 
but step by step, if you work on that and replace those negative thoughts with more supportive, positive ones, it really does change your life and it really does change your brain. Yeah, it's so powerful. I um, So do you have any tools? I'm thinking right now of like things that might trigger us throughout the day or remind us throughout the day, post-it notes on the bathroom mirror. Mm-hmm. On your screen, on your phone, we look at our phones so much that maybe your screensaver is reminding you to do something positive or to be grateful or or think of the positive in yourself. I think that's such a great suggestion, Laurie. When we're changing, even if it's a creating a really enjoyable and good habit, it just is a change for us. And so we have to remind ourselves in some way. I love that idea, the post-it notes, um, the screensaver. You know, sometimes I, you know, when I first started trying to take vitamins, it sounds so simple, but I just, the biggest problem I had was I would just forget to do it. So I set a little alarm on my phone. And so it was just set daily. And it was a little reminder, like, take your vitamins, a little smiley face, you know. Um, Like I mentioned, I use, I love plant medicine. So I use essential oils throughout the day. And so I have little stations all around my house have them by my bed. I have them in the bathroom so that they're actually sitting right next to me. Um, They're in my purse. So I see them, I have them in the car, right? And so when I see them, then I remember, oh, I can smell that oil. Maybe I have a little, maybe I'm a little nervous before this meeting, right? So I can ah, take a few deep breaths and smell this oil. Um, As far as my vitamins, again, I made the area around my vitamins really beautiful. I'm really aesthetic and an artist. So I created this cool, like old, kind of looking apothecary. And I had these cool hand pottery little bowls that I would divvy the vitamins up in. And so I just made it this really enjoyable experience. and And I put it out on the counter, right? It wasn't in a cupboard. It was out on the counter. So when I go and I make my tea every morning, which I'm already doing, I have that visual reminder of, oh yeah, your vitamins are right there. That would be great for you. So um, those are a few ideas, but it's, it's like almost like you just take something you want to incorporate. And if you can add it to what you're already doing, what your habit already is, right? So I know I'm going to go down to that tea kettle every morning. I've already created that habit. So what if I put a few essential oils and my vitamins next to that tea kettle? Then it's much easier to remember. Such great advice. So Ariana, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about you? You share, you do an A to Z essential oil education online. I know you're going Mm -hmm. to still have probably many more to do. There's so many oils, but um, do you want to talk a little bit about that or what inspired you to do that? Sure thing. Yeah. So for a living, I educate about essential oils and I offer free consults and I really love working with people on self-care because I really believe that the more empowered we are in our daily lives, the more positive effect we can make in the world. And so the A to Z call um, I offer with my friends, Dr. Louise Rose and Dr. Mika Karu. And we offer that every month. And what we do is we do a deep dive into an essential oil. So 
for the month of October, we're doing lemon eucalyptus. And, um, and what we do is we talk about just this one plant, this essential oil, and we just go deep because I'm a bit of a nerd and I love it. We talk about the um, physical, the emotional, energetics behind uh, these essential oils. And something that I practice is that I, I do what's really, I mean, you, you could call it maybe a meditation, but what I call it is like a, a plant listening, right? So when we use essential oils, there's a sensation, there's a smell, there's a feeling in your body. So it helps you to tune in a little more and slow down and really listen. Um, I do the same practice when I go through my day. So sometimes it's just stopping and observing how beautiful the sky is or the color right now it's false, the color of the autumn leaves, you know, so it's just, it's a little more time to listen and observe and take in what, um, what we're experiencing. And so those are the projects I have um, just up right now. I also just finished um, a presentation about emotional vibrancy. So we went deep dive into how you can support your emotional wellness and that's available on a webinar as well. I went to the live version and it was fabulous. Thank you so much for your, all of your, you, you just do this out of like the goodness of your heart and it's so great, all this great education and you're really changing lives. Is there anything else that you like to add? Um, I just want to say thank you so much. I love what I do. It is, it brings me joy. I love connection and I'm just so grateful to spend this time with you. I really hope if you're listening that, um, you know, that I have offered at least one thing that you resonate with. Um, if you feel overwhelmed again, I always remind people, you know, if one thing stands out that makes change in your life, that's perfect because it again is, um, those, frequent daily steps, those daily habits, and all of those steps add up and all of a sudden we realize we walked miles and miles, right? So I was thinking, you know, I started taking vitamins and committing to that in 2011 and it's 2019 now, right? So already I've really helped my body and my health just from that one commitment that I made. And so I just want to celebrate everyone listening and saying you're doing a great job it doesn't have to be overwhelming and it can just be uh, some small changes that really bring in uh, more peace and more sense of well-being oh i just love all that ariana shared to find out more about ariana and to connect with her please check the show notes if you're ready to dedicate 21 days to vibrant and mindful living using the seven level system, take the online course. I personally walk you through each level of balancing your chakra energy. If you're seeking more energy, if you want less worry, if you really want more flow in your daily life so that you can attack each day with grace and ease and have the energy to do it, then this is for you. There are so many daily rituals that we already do each day. Let's make them meaningful. 
This is a powerful self-care system that truly energizes your life naturally. To join, go to laurielachan.com and get on the waiting list for the next program to launch on November 4th. You can use the promo code HABIT37 and get this $97 course for $37. Thanks for joining us on Coffee and Chi. And remember that healthy can be made simple. And we will see you next week. Thank you.